to Helmets and Heels on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. It's going to be a rock and roll kind of night, ladies. Not by me. Do you get to choose the quote-unquote bump music when the Marlins players come up to bat? (laughs) Oh my gosh, how awesome would that be? You know what? I'm going to take a guess that the players get to choose their own music. They do, but I, I feel like if you walk in and you kind of say, "Look, guys, trust spend me. Five minutes with, I'll spend five minutes with you, and I can hit the perfect song for you at the plate." Because I totally would have picked Beyonce "Drunken Love" for David Ortiz, <laughs> which he did walk to the plate to this past season, and I think is absolutely amazing. Um, oh my gosh, that would be so much fun! Because I feel like that's one own. of the. Yeah. When you walk out on the field. I should. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm I'm actually going down to Jupiter tomorrow uh, for Marlin spring training to meet the team and meet uh, their manager, Mike Redman, and just, you know, kind of get myself um, acclimated for the start of the season. And then coming back Friday? For the bath. Oh. Or the next day? No, I'm coming back day. in the same day. <laughs> you know how I roll, Lauren. Come on. I'm going to fit in a spring training trip in one day. And then, of course, I'm going to be back here Thursday working again. Of course. Um, I cannot wait. You know what I'm really excited about? I cannot wait to meet Jared Saltalamacchia. Yeah. So I can tell him, hey, I was in Fenway two years ago when you hit that grand slam against the Yankees. Boston ended up knocking off New York by a final of eight to four. And it was amazing. And then the next year, I was in Fenway for Dustin Pedroia's 100th home run, which also happened to be a grand slam. <laughs> so, and good luck. Hackers fiance's dog is named salty after you yeah you have so, to I mean, throw that there, in too there's just so much information that needs to, <laughs> so much personal information that needs to be shared with these players tomorrow i'm sure they're gonna love it uh so yeah but you know what enough about baseball so much continuing to happen today in free agency as far as the nfl goes okay so i'm curious blythe because you said this earlier in the show uh colts they're gonna sign now former 49ers running back Frank Gore, you think that's a downgrade at the position for the, for Colts? the Colts? For the Colts, no. Okay, um, okay. I, I don't think it's a downgrade for the Colts at all. I don't even know who their running back is right now. Well, I guess it was Trent, Trent Richardson, Richardson, but now it's not going to be anymore. Yeah. I think they outright cut him, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, probably. Um, that, yeah. Talk about a disastrous trade. Mm-hmm. Indy acquiring Trent Richardson, was it from Cleveland, and uh-huh. giving Cleveland a first-round draft you, pick? You know, I yeah, did hear, fair. though, that he kind of got the, the raw end of the deal there because it was the night before the, the championship game or w- one of the playoff games, and his girlfriend had had a miscarriage. And so Ooh. he wanted to stay with her, and that's why he missed the team flight to the game. And so the, the, I guess the Colts didn't know about it, and so they just outright suspended him. Oh, that's so awful. It's little, it's, I mean, it's a little sad for him, but I, I don't know if he'll find another job anywhere else. But Frank Gore, to me, I, I thought it was more surprising that he turned Philly down so quickly and then went to the Colts. Because I don't think that the Colts are really, I mean, they're a pass-first offense. I don't think we really have to worry about Frank Gore being yeah, there. Philly's going to be looking for a running back now. Mm. Maybe he had heard mm. about Bradford to Philadelphia when he turned it down. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> okay, that okay. to me was that's the one today that one. I, I really, I read it four times. I was like, no, that, that must be a fake account. I must be reading something incorrectly. Nick Foles has, in my opinion, is way better than Sam Bradford has Sam been Bradford because he's been, has injured, been so injured every yeah, race, so every injury prone. three games. He, I feel like third game in, 
season-ending injury. Well, a couple of theories that I've heard is that either Philly is going to use him, they're going to trade Bradford to possibly the Tennessee Titans, maybe move, move up and get Mariota. Um, but other than that, like, it's, how, why would you make this move? And another theory, I, I mean, outright you think that whenever you first hear the news, but then you hear the other theory that I guess Bradford used to run a similar offense in college uh, that Chip Kelly ran, so that's why he wanted to go after his guy. And so it's like, is he going to trade him or is he not? I, I, I just don't, I mean... Philly fans got to be losing their minds right about now. Yeah, that's how I would feel. when, As soon as they let Shady go, I was like, oh, I, I don't agree with this at all. I mean, I'm I was definitely surprised by the Jake Locker retirement announcement. <laughs> how about the news we haven't talked about yet, which is Brian Hoyer. Oh, oh my boy. <laughs> my boy playing in the division. I love Brian Hoyer. I better believe I included that in my updates today. When everyone yeah, was you probably did. like... Who cares that Brian Hoyer is signing with Houston to basically be probably a backup quarterback at best? I may or may not have made a bet with myself that when I whether read or not it, I would include make what was going to happen with Brian Hoyer. I do I love like, I do love Brian Hoyer. I don't things know don't work out Miami. Is. She might try and switch to yeah, Houston. Yeah, seriously, my goodness. But uh, but yeah, no, you know what? Nobody even me cares about Brian Hoyer going to the Texans. Um, but you know, you look. I, I, I do think that Frank Gore signing is significant, though, because the Colts have not been able to establish, you know, a run game with Trent Richardson. And, you know, uh, so I think that's obviously a big upgrade for them. And he's 32, though, and a Band-Aid. I I still think that they're going to get some mileage out of him, though, this season. I, I do believe that. So you look at the AFC South. All right. Who's Andre Johnson going to the Colts, yeah, too? Yeah, could mm-hmm. Andre Johnson. Right. And, and Indy's always the team. soon for all the Colts players. Yeah, Indy's always a team oh. that obviously all the other teams are chasing. We thought maybe the Titans could end up being in the Jameis Winston sweepstakes. Obviously, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. I think everybody assumes at this point that Jameis Winston's going number one overall to the Bucs. Um, but still, it, are the Colts, you know, how, how much further away does this make reaching the Colts by signing a guy like Frank Gore and if they can possibly pick up a guy like Andre Johnson? Andre Johnson, I think, is a good pickup for them. And and Gore's decent. I don't know. I have this overwhelming sense, and this is this is com- the complete fan in me, of feeling like if we can get DeMarco Murray, mm-hmm. I-, I feel like we are not that far behind the Colts. Mm-hmm. I know that there's... A- Obviously, a lot of importance on how the quarterback progresses for the season. But with almost a year under Blake's belt, I I have a lot of confidence in him. So I feel like we're just we're a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot closer. And I feel like the Colts made some decent moves, but nothing, nothing jaw dropping, in my opinion. And I mean, with the Colts, you already know that they're they're set at quarterback position. We know what Andrew Luck can give us. What we'll see for year two of Bortles, hopefully, is um, something much more stellar, you know. We want to see the peak. The signing of Julius Thomas for me is great because that shows that they probably do want to start throwing that deep ball, you know, which they weren't doing. They were staying away from that for some odd reason. So I think that the offensive play calling should be much more improved, and especially, like you said, if we get DeMarco Murray. I know, it's exciting. It really about. is. I, I, I know I'm not looking at you girls a lot because I'm just trying to look at the screen constantly <laughs> up here. What's breaking news? breaking news? Breaking news. Yes. Uh, 
And Jimmy Graham well, getting traded away I from the Saints. I was just about to say, you know, Seattle and New Orleans basically making a trade. Jimmy Graham, and I think it's a fourth-round pick, is yes. going to head to Seattle. Um, and then to New Ma- Orleans is going to get Unger. Max Unger and a first-round draft pick. I, boy. That's a lot. Seattle's yeah. going to win their division. Yeah, by there, there's no question. I mean, you add, you add Jimmy Graham to – the number of weapons, especially now that Seattle has Marshawn Lynch locked up and good to go. I mean, I think some people think Russell Wilson is an average quarterback. I think Russell Wilson is a great quarterback. And Smart. you've got an established running game with a guy like Marshawn Lynch, and you can add a weapon like Jimmy Graham. Who was trying to, to I think it was two years ago, or the, not this past season, but the season before, that he was trying to get paid like a wide receiver, trying to get the, mm-hmm. the correct. And I actually opted for Graham. To get the wide yeah. receiver, uh, I mean, he, franchise he catches tag. as many balls. He's yes. significant as a, as a wide totally, receiver. Totally agree. The why the Saints would make this move, I, I don't understand. Unless they're just cleaning house and just going to start a complete rebuild, which I think if, that's if possible. Do the case, why wouldn't they just trade Breeze? Just start completely yeah. over. It, there's rumors out there, so you never know. The funny thing is. I feel like if it had come down to Julius Thomas and Jimmy Graham, if you know the Jags got to choose between the two of them, I think I still would have picked Julius Thomas. There's, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just something about him that I prefer. Although I did get to meet Jimmy Graham at the Super Bowl, and he's cute in person. Well, it seems <laughs> like you're when, wondering. You know, it seems like when Graham <laughs> lost that, you know, wide receiver tight end statistician, it's just he seemed like I don't care anymore. I'm just gonna kind of wing it this year, and he didn't really show up at all. So I don't, I don't like that. Saints I saw kind struggled. of a quitter. You know, that's what I saw last year. That's my opinion. Boy, I think he's going to be great in Seattle, though. The, I, I mean, he's going to win their division. Yeah. And I think we all need to say a moment of silence for the 49ers. Well, well I was just about to say, look at the destruction. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. What is what is San Francisco doing? They lose gone. their coach. Yeah, they, Patrick I Willis mean, retired gone. today. They, Patrick Willis. They signed Tory Smith to a ridiculous contract. Five years, like something, 25 million mm-hmm. guaranteed. What are you thinking? Did you see the Tory Smith? Crabtree, I think, once out Announcement? Did I did. Or not Tory Smith, uh, Patrick Willis. Yes. yes. I was stunned by how he looked. You know, you're always so used to seeing, you know, obviously his build is ridiculously amazing, but... I was like, are you sure you're not 40? Because that football has beaten him up immensely. I was stunned. Very, very Isn't stunned. Isn't he late 20s? Too? I know. I think, that's he, why. I think he's he played for seven years, so yeah. I'm going to put him at assuming 29 if he started at 22. And he just said last season, he's like, I can't wait to play for this franchise for like four or five more years. And Well, once his coach left, maybe he just decided, you know, that was the last year. Maybe he looked in the mirror and said, I'm getting too many wrinkles. Yeah, the 49ers. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to look at it. 49ers, I think, are going to be a little bit of a mess this season. But I think one team that lost, obviously, an elite player, that was Detroit um, in Indomitian Sioux heading down uh, – to what the Bucks? No, no, the no I'm sorry, the, the Dolphins. That's it. But then they got a contract. Yeah, hundred million guaranteed forty total year. though, right? Like yeah, hundred forty, but sixty million um, he gets this year. Yeah, right. with Miami. But that's not a. I, I, I think that's if you're going to have a drop off, you know, if you're going to have to replace a player like Indomkan Sue. You didn't drop off much by bringing in Haloti Nada from mm-hmm. the Ravens. No, but to me, if you pay Sue that much, knowing his out-of-the-box, wild, arrogant attitude, why is he going to play that hard? You've already given him the salary that many NFL players play their entire careers and don't even dream of. I don't know. I I have never been a fan of him. I 
can't stand the person. I'm so glad that the Jags didn't go after him hard, or at least was reported. And I don't think he's going to be that good. If for that amount of money, I wouldn't have wanted him on the Jags. But I think he's the kind of guy that you hate him if he's playing against your uh, against you. But if he's playing for you, you like him. See, I don't like players that I have to defend constantly. That's it's just not something that I like doing. You know? Oh yes. So yeah, one of my players is really good, but he stepped on your player's face. You know? Like, can I have a it's little more Andrew class. Luck's face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still don't think so. Unless it's the championship game. <laughs> but you need a little nastiness in your locker room. Yes, there's nastiness and then there's blatant disrespect for somebody else's life. I mean, you could, in theory, he's a huge person. He could have broken someone's neck, in theory. If that happened, I don't think there's any defense whatsoever. And I mean, from what I think we hear is that he's actually a pretty good locker room guy. You know, I haven't heard anything bad about him. No one ever really you know, from Detroit ever said anything bad about him. It's just everything that you see is on the field, and, well, his, and that's how he plays. His final game, I think, with Detroit, his post-game press conference, he cried, openly yeah. cried about And everybody kind of assumed that that was his last game as a Lion. Yeah, it's, I don't... And it was. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was right. Peace out, Detroit. <laughs> Hello, Miami. Talk about an upgrade in lifestyle, right? You're paying for so many people's schooling. South Beach, baby. And then oh. finally... Uh, you can hang out with you, by the way, Blaylock. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. I'll be rolling with Ndamukong Sue down in South Florida. I'll be sure to send you guys pictures. Um, no big surprise here. The Jets part ways with Percy Harvin. Uh, he was a bad guy at Florida. He was a bad guy in Seattle. I, I mean... Head on over to Oakland, I was, Percy. I read that he was probably going to end up with the Patriots. How would you feel about that, Donna? It, it would. He's a Gator. It would make sense. <laughs> I know. That's what we, they take. We do you know? Oh, you smoke pot and you're a Gator? Come on over. New England, New England loves to you. stock up on those former Florida players. Yep, they do. Whatever. They see some value. You, so you don't. Sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. I would take Percy. Um, if, if probably not for the Jags, we don't really need him. But no. I would take Percy if I was the Patriots. God, that's the because last Brady guy you want to... leading that <laughs> young core of wide receivers. <laughs> hey guys, follow me. I'll show you how it's done. No, but as a Patriot, you know Brady can use anyone at any size. Well, and clearly, clearly as a weapon, Belichick can keep anyone under control for the most part. For yeah. the most part, he 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 kept Corey <laughs> Dillon under control, and nobody thought that could happen. I guess Randy the whole Moore. Hernandez thing happened before Please he got up know there. Please know that but... I said for the most part. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 clear. I'm blaming Urban Meyer for Hernandez. As well you should. Yes. That's where my blame. Okay, so, so real quick, who do you think was the big winner today in free agency? Oh, jeez. Um, I mean, do you say Seattle with picking up? Jimmy Graham. I'd, I'd say Seattle or I'd say the Jags, to be honest. I mean, we got two out of the, the top 13. I think Blue was said earlier, the top 13 free agent picks. We got two of them, and we got the number two guy. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get DeMarco Murray, and then it'll definitely be a steal for us as far as free agency. But I think Seattle's got to take it. I mean, that, that move single-handedly upgraded an, a, a team that was already very, very right. good. Right. I mean, the Bills, aren't, the Bills are supposed to be involved in a lot. They're interested in a lot. I want to see what they have to do. As for as far as upgrading what you need, I think Jacksonville has to be in the top. I mean, they're getting spots that they need. Mm -hmm. uh, a massive tight end. Yes, we needed that. Some O-line help. Yeah. Cornerback help. I was surprised. It was great. Um, they're going after everything that they need. So I think the Jags have to be up there. The depression when we didn't get Alex Mack. I feel yeah. like I, I feel like I carried that around with me, and it's the exact opposite now. The way I feel about this free agency, just even 
what, three and a half hours. And of course, the couple days leading up to it where all the reports have been leaked, which, by the way, the fact that the NFL is going to look into phone records on who talked about these deals prior to the four o'clock deadline. Could you maybe spend your time on investigating situations like Ray Rice and Greg Hardy and spend less time dealing with these contract things that you knew were happening anyways? That's my rant for the day. And they're actually (laughs) promoting that on all of their social media accounts. Nobody else can do anything, but we're still going to promote it on all our social media. Yeah, Yeah. well, I mean, obviously, you know, just want to weigh in real quick. I think the Texans obviously were the ones who hit the home run by signing Brian Hoyer (laughs) as a backup quarterback. So dang yard sale. (laughs) Getting rid of all (laughs) I know you don't like it, but you can't forget about the Colts, man. They did. If if they do end up getting Andre Johnson, they did pretty yeah, well. They no great old players. Yeah, Blythe is an ageist, by the way. <laughs> no, Even though clearly. she's younger than most of them. I mean, she's younger yeah. than all of us. Yeah. I'm older than I think all of the free agents. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Is it okay if we fit in a little bit of college basketball talk when we come back since this is my last show? When we come back, we're going to do college basketball, yes! including the UNF Ospreys, and we're going to go around and say a few nice words about you. Oh, am I going to cry? I think so. Yes. So, tune in, listen to some Blaylock. (laughs) That's next on Helmets and Heels. Helmets and Heels on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. I feel like Mike Dempsey would appreciate this selection. Yes, he would very much. And the fact that you're coming back for the Who concert. Okay, well, a little bit of a dilemma. Let's hear it. I'm I good will. Uh, that concert's on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. I will be working a Marlins game that night. Thus, I cannot go to the Who. So, what do you do with your ticket? That's the dilemma. Going to try and sell it? Because it was not a cheap ticket. Right. That you just want to eat the cost of. StubHub, baby. I know. You know what I did today on StubHub? I bought Eric Church tickets in <laughs> Tampa. Because the wedding here in Jacksonville is on the same night Eric Church is here. And I said, well, obviously he can't make it, but I'm not giving up. I bet he has another Florida tour date. Went online a couple weeks ago, size in Tampa, have grinded on it, thought about it. Bought it today. And decided to do it. Good for you. I will be probably, though, sleeping in my car that night because if you look at hotel prices in downtown Tampa. Hey, if you can make it over to Fort Lauderdale. You can come and like crash with me. 1 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. That's probably what time I'll be getting back from the game anyway. So kind of works out perfectly. That is perfect. So, Jessica, um, besides the who, what else will you miss about being here? Oh, my God. I, everything. I mean, this has been my home for all 32 years of my life, except for when I left to go away to school at UF. And Gainesville is only a, an hour and a half commute. drive from here. So, I mean, you always felt like you could still come home. But, you know, my family is here. All of my best friends are here. My church is here that I love. Uh, my amazing two-year-old nursery babies that I'm going to miss like crazy. Um, the good news is they um, change out every year, right? So yeah, yeah they'll keep eventually growing <laughs> up. Um, I know children tend to do that and I hate it. Um, I, you know, I'm going to miss the hell out of this place. I love 1010XL. I love all of the opportunities that they've afforded me. I love all the people that I work with. Um, I mean, we have a special... We have a special chemistry on this show. There's a special chemistry on the Frangie show with Frank and Baloo and Martino and, you know, Big Country. And you 
I'm not leaving anything negative behind in Jacksonville. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, I'm, I'm, there's nothing that I look at here and say, I'm not going to miss that. I mean, I look at everything and say, I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss that from places that I love to eat, you know, like Takaloo and Cruisers. And those are the two restaurants that I made sure to hit, by the way, before, you know, I knew I was going to be gone for Nicely good. Done. Um, to It's just, you know, everything. I, I love this city. I always will. I'm going to miss covering the Jags. I love Dave Caldwell and Gus Bradley and that coaching staff and that locker room and those players and how great they've been to me. And that PR staff, I mean, Ryan Robinson, Dan Edwards and Tad and Alex and Katie. And, you know, you're you're in such a great situation getting to cover that team. I mean, it really it's been amazing. So I'm going to miss everything. I know maybe that sounds sappy and cliche, but I really I'm going to miss everything, but I'm going to make trips back. I mean, I'm going to come back for that Marlin Suns game on April 4th, and I'll have some downtime on occasion, so don't worry. I will I will be back, Jacksonville. This is not, you know, forever. This is just goodbye for a little while. And for people who don't know, Friday at Wild Wing Cafe is the bye-bye Blaylock Bye-bye. Bash. Oh, we're going to have Bye-bye. so much fun. So it starts at 4 is that correct? Three. Well, we're four? doing our show there, so it starts at three. three. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do our show there from three to seven, and then we're going to stick around. The kind of, I guess, official party goes till nine, and then the unofficial after party uh, is going to keep going after that. So, will you take any shots before seven p.m.? Oh, shots. I do have to get up and get on the road and move to Fort Lauderdale the next morning at seven a.m. Uh, so I don't know. You know what? I'll do I'll do a shot of Jameson with Baloo. I'll make sure I at least do that. That's it's kind of our thing. Um, you know, usually so do it when the when the Bruins, Bruins score. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'll I'll be sure to do that. I don't know how many shots per se I necessarily want to consume <laughs> for the rest of the night. But um, yeah, I'll th- I'll throw back a few. I you know I got to go out in style and. What would going out in style be if you don't have a little bit too much to drink and somehow manage to embarrass yourself on your last night in town? That's I think right. that's how people are going. What happens after the season? Are, are you after the baseball season? Do you yeah, that's a great question. Um, I'm sure by the end of baseball season, I'm going to want to take a little bit of a break, but I'm such a workaholic. I'll probably have like a week off and be like, oh my God, I'm going crazy. I need to do something. Uh, but I mean, I've talked to, to Frank and um, a couple of the other guys here about maybe trying to come back for a few months and moonlight. Yeah. Just have some fun, um, on the frangie show, see what other things are going on that I can maybe help out with. And, uh, I, I had so much fun covering, um, UNF basketball doing color commentary for the women's games this past season. And those were in January and February. And so that kind of works out perfectly. I, 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 didn't have to to give up a single game so if that's maybe something I could do again so I I, there's going to be there's going to be tons of stuff going on but who knows what life will look like at that point so I'm probably planning way far in advance what I'll be doing at that time but I will definitely make it back to Jacksonville for at least a part of that time period if nothing else just to kind of catch my breath and um, come and see everyone. Exactly. Um, all right. So before we get to some college basketball, I wanted to give Donna Blythe um, and myself a, just a quick chance to say, because I'm sure we'll do it on Friday too, but a quick chance to say kind of what you've meant to us, either career-wise or personally. And uh, Donna, I'm going to make you go first since you've known her the longest. Well, it's awesome because when I first started, uh, I was the only girl here, you know, on air. I didn't know which way to go. I didn't know 
you know, how to do my thing. And, you know, <laughs> a couple months or maybe close to a year later, Jess came in the fold and it was awesome. I was so excited. <laughs> Thank goodness somebody else is here. You know, you, you know, we're all alike. We all get along great with the guys, you know, they treat us, you know, just like equals, which is perfect. But to have someone like Jess to bounce our ideas off of, or, you know, grow and learn from, or even just, you know, personal talk was always fun. You know, <laughs> our girl chats was very enjoyable. So I know that that's not going to lose anything because, you know, still, we'll still have you and, um, it's going to be great. It's going to be, I'm so excited to see you grow, you know, and, and watch you on there and be like, I know her, you know, that's exciting. You know, we don't, we, you know, when we see Heidi Watney or anybody like that, we're just, Gosh, it would be great to do that. But you get to live your dream. It's awesome. I'm so happy. Oh, thanks, Tamar. <laughs> All right, Blythe, you're up next. Uh, just to kind of, I guess, piggyback off of what Donna said, I think a lot of the times, uh, I think the best parts of the show are what you don't hear, what we, what's mm-hmm. said before and after the show, our little, our girl talks are, are some of the, the best things of the week and what I really look forward to. But I think whenever I first started working with you guys, I had no idea how to do a regular radio gig. And you really, Jessica, you, you, you gave me a lot of words of encouragement because I mean, the, my first few shows, I was shaking like a freaking maniac and i had no idea what i was doing and so i just kind of winged it but after the first few ones you, you you gave me such positive reinforcement and told me what i was doing right and i think that's just so rare in not just the corporate world but the sports world too because everybody is so cutthroat and competitive and i think that's just a really it speaks to your personality that you're able to to look past all of that and and to really help people wherever they're needed I can't wait to see you bring it back from break. <laughs> You're growing up in front of my eyes, and I love it, Blythe. I, I love it. I have <laughs> That'll make you uh, feel more confident when you go to do it. That's really sweet as well. Thank you, Blythe. No I appreciate problem. that. Are you crying yet? I'm, I'm holding it's it together. Line. I'm holding it You're together. You're looking forward to crying. I know. I'm going to go home and, and probably just like walk in my door and lose it. <laughs> um, all right. I'll do my best then to, to just... <laughs> make you cry. When I right was a now. wee old thing. Yeah. No, I would say that if it wasn't for you, I would not be in the chair that I am sitting in right now. I would not work for 1010XL. I would not have had any sort of helmets and heels opportunity whatsoever. It was your single-handed encouragement that it doesn't matter what background I had. It doesn't matter what I even if I didn't know what I wanted to do, you took me to the side and said, "You can do this if you want to do it." And your personality is unlike most females and not just because you like sports, but there's almost no one who is as gorgeous as they are nice, as they are funny, as they are real. And I think that's the the thing that people have heard for five years. And that's the thing that people will miss no matter who ends up in your chair. You know, it, it's, it is such a rarity and Jacksonville has been so blessed to have you grace them with your spirit constantly you know whether it's expanding to the women's basketball and getting to do stuff that that no one here has ever done before you know you've paved the way and for anyone who's never met you i think they have missed an opportunity and i hope that they tune into the marlins broadcast because you're a a rising talent and you've already shown tons of different people in different walks of life how to do the best you can without sacrificing integrity and i think that that's the the most amazing thing and we will miss you sorely not just on our show but throughout throughout monday through friday at the jag stadium and all that 
God, so. I'm overwhelmed by all of this. I really, Damn it, I don't think I made her cry. I, I'm close. I Trust me. I, I think that I'm in this kind of place right now where it still doesn't feel real. Mm-hmm. And I'm slowly, every day, there are, are things that are reminders that it is getting more and more real, real, whether it's those cardboard boxes sitting in my house, whether it's Baloo saying, oh my gosh, it's your last studio show today, whether it's you know, leaving this building for the last time and realizing, oh my gosh, I'm not coming back next week. And I think I've almost had to like put this kind of protective barrier around myself from like breaking down. Cause I feel like once I do, it's going to take some time to bounce back from that. But I am, um, completely overwhelmed and honored and flattered by everything that each one of you have said. And I have been so blessed to, uh, you know, especially cause Donna, you had a background in this. You'd been doing things like even before I had gotten here, um, Lauren and Blythe in particular, to see the way that you guys have come in and grown and, you know, really learned how to do this. And now what you're going to accomplish as your careers continue to go in something maybe you didn't even expect it to. And Donna, the way that, you know, one of my favorite things is walking in this building and seeing your face first thing, because you always make everyone feel so welcome and so comfortable and in whatever capacity you've served this radio station, whether it's doing updates, whether it's being on Dempsey's show, whether it's producing, whether it's, you know, sitting there at the front desk and greeting everyone, you've always done it with such grace and such beauty. And I mean, every single one of you is such an asset, is such an asset to this radio station. And I want updates daily on everything that is going on while I am gone. And I mean that. Can we Um, call you and have you as a special guest? Yes, please. (laughs) Give us dirt on MLB players. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I will probably be texting you and being like, can I come on the show tonight? Is that okay? (laughs) Don't make us go through (laughs) your agent. No, you, hey, you can guess who's joining us again this week. (laughs) (laughs) This week's special guest on Helmets and Heels. You know her well because she's been our guest for the past four shows. And yet again, she's requesting the music <laughs> to be the who the Rolling Stones are. Um, I'm going to need you to bring me back from break with let's go with some Pink Floyd tonight. I'm feeling a little experimental. Let's just do it. Uh, yeah. So I you know what? It's it's been an amazing ride and it's it's because of being able to work here. I think that has brought the opportunities. I really learned how to perfect my craft and not that it's perfect. I mean, it's still got a long way to go, but I really learned how to find myself as a reporter and, you know, it's so many different things. I'll never take my time here for granted and I'll never, ever, ever, ever underestimate how, how important being here has been to my career overall. So thank you for that. And you know what? Screw college basketball. This is such a great moment. And I, I will very rarely say that because you know how I feel about college hoops. But I don't want to ruin this moment by talking about whether or not Kentucky can win a title because that's the last thing not I need gonna. right now. It's okay. Maybe Tony can ruin it by talking about some more pole vaulting. Totally. Oh, my God. That was the best. All right. When we do return, we will check in with Fat Tony. That's all coming up next on Helmets and Heels. <laughs> Oh, my God.
Jaguars football by women, for women, and men. Helmets and heels on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. 